Update, brought to you by Simcox Advocates, advising businesses and families since 1949. Visit Simcox.com or call 690-300. Manx Radio's Update with Andy Wint. Good evening, it's half past five. This is update for Monday 13th of March 2023 from Max Radio. A 30-minute look at the latest news on the island and background to that news and sport and business and sea watch and travel updates and the newsmakers in person tonight. Why were all those flights cancelled yesterday? Almost £2 million of public money paid to exiting public servants. Kroger's chief exec banks on political support. The COVID-19 review wants to hear from you. Matthew Wren is dreaming of a title bid. There's a yellow weather warning for icy patches and the Ben McCree is going tonight. Man Benham for all your business and legal needs. First of all, at 29 minutes ahead of six o'clock, these are the update news headlines. Fast Chanel Suku. Fast Police say they will deal with people who are responsible for posting videos of young people fighting on social media robustly. Officers say there's a worrying trend of physical altercations being recorded, leading to young people being assaulted and then bullied. A yellow weather warning's been issued for snow on the hills and frost and icy patches in sheltered areas on Tuesday. It's due to come into force shortly after midnight until 10am. And almost £2 million has been paid to staff who left the Isle of Man government in the last financial year. In international news, around 100 people have been forced to leave their homes after a suspected gas explosion destroyed a home, leaving rubble and debris in Swansea. Three people are in hospital and one person still missing. And people have been told to brace themselves for freezing temperatures and wintry weather as UK health officials extend a cold weather alert for parts of England. It means the conditions could affect vulnerable people with health issues and could make travel difficult. Those were your headlines. News at 6. Man Benham. Contact us by phone, video call, email or face-to-face. We're happy to connect with you. Manx Radio Weather with Manx Glass and Glazing. Goramaya, thank you. Chanel from the Ronalds Way Met Office. There is a strong wind warning in operation for the North Irish Sea, but tonight, 7.45, Ben McCree will sail for Hesham. State of Sea, moderate or rough. Becoming moderate later. And the three-day weather tonight, dry and cloudy. Mostly some outbreaks of rain late on on the strong north-northwesterly sleet and snow over high ground after midnight. Overnight minimum temperature, one degree Celsius. Jamurts, tomorrow, Tuesday, sunny spells, blustery, wintry showers on the strong north westerly. Daylight maximum 6 degrees, a calmer evening down to 2 Celsius into Jacrane Wednesday, which will have a frosty start, then cloudy with rain around lunchtime, falling as sleet or snow higher up on a fresh south-southeasterly. Top temperature after dark will be 9 degrees, a bit warmer as the day goes on. Sunset tonight, 18 minutes past 6 o'clock. Low waters at 11 minutes past 9. High tide, 8 minutes after 3 a.m. Sunrise, 24 minutes before 7 tomorrow morning. And the morning low tide, 24 minutes to 10. Visit the Banks Glass and Glazing website and see a range of products from windows to doors, mirrors to splashbacks. Manxglass.com. 
So what went wrong yesterday at the airport? A combination of factors led to several flights into Ronaldsway being cancelled, according to airport director Gary Cobb, who's been speaking to Manx Radio. So in terms of Isle of Man has two runways. So it has the main runway, which is 0826. That's precision runway with an ILS. And it has runway 0321, which is just a visual approach runway. So no tools that enable precision. Our ILS system is 20 years old. So in summer of last year, we upgraded the 081. So that was just basically renewing it and getting it so that it'll last for another 15 to 20 years. So that one was done in summer. For runway 26, the ideal time to do it was November. We tried to do it in November, but the winds were unfavorable. And so the next best month to do it is March. And the reason why those months are favorable is what you ideally want is you want an easterly so that all of the aircraft are landing on 08 um, because that 08 ILS is working absolutely fine. It's when it's westerly that aircraft are landing in on 26 without the ILS that is absolutely fine unless you've got visibility issues. So unfortunately yesterday it was quite a strong wind and visibility dropped below the, about 510 feet that most airlines need for the NDB, which is one of the, the other tools that we have to enable aircraft to come in and land. So we've worked with the airlines for, can I say, a year, even though I've only been here for six months, just to keep them up to date, let them know what's going on, because changing an ILS is quite big, because you are kind of a little bit in the hands of the gods, waiting for the weather to be on your side. Almost £2 million has been paid to staff who left the Isle of Man government in the last financial year. £2 million. That story from Tessa Hawley. New figures show there were 27 agreements reached in 2022 to 2023, as a total cost of £1,978,144.11. The payments were made to staff who'd left their positions for a number of reasons, including via a resignation scheme, through voluntary or compulsory redundancy and via severance pay. The Cabinet Office paid out more than £1 million of the total figure for the year to date, which is up to the 31st of December. This was followed by the Department of Health and Social Care and the Department of Infrastructure. The number of exit agreements reached in 2022 to 2023 is the 2nd lowest total over the last five years. In 2021 to 2022, there were 15, resulting in a total payout of £514,722. The data has been released as part of a response to a Freedom of Information request. The Office of Human Resources was asked to provide the details of payments made to staff who'd left government since 2017 and the reasons for their departure. This was across all government departments, Manx Care and statutory boards and offices. In response, the Cabinet Office said it was unable to provide some of the information sought, including a breakdown per payment type by department, saying it would potentially identify individual previous employees. A request for the number of payments broken down by department or division was also refused. Chair of the Public Services Commission and Cabinet Office Minister Kate Lord Brennan has described the figures as a matter of concern and says the government is now reviewing the use of settlement agreements. Update 
Brought to you by Simcox Advocates. Pastor Mike, good evening. It's 22 minutes now before 6 on Max Radio, live from Douglas in the Isle of Man. The chief exec of the company Exploring for Gas in Max Waters believes it will have political support throughout its expedition. Kroger is looking for natural gas in a field reportedly off the coast of Mackled with plans to dig an exploratory well in the site later this year. It's previously been described as a backward step in transition towards greener energy, but Richard Hubbard, the chief Exec was live on Man in Line earlier today answering your questions. So, uh, I mean, I too, let me speak personally just for a minute. So I'll give you two forms of answer here. As you can see, looking across the table at me, I'm getting on in years now. And I, I really thought I probably wouldn't be uh, involved in another upstream fossil fuel project. I thought I would probably be in some green energy transition project. So I was a bit surprised when I was asked if I would come and help uh, to get the Kroger field developed. However, uh, when you look at it, uh, it it does indeed fit directly into the energy transition. Uh, As of last year, the European Union uh, looked at the reality of the situation and decided that they would classify natural gas as an energy transition fuel. And the reason for that is because natural gas only has half the emissions of coal and only two-thirds of the emissions of oil. So, so long as the natural gas is substituting for either coal or oil, then it is a transition fuel. The licence is administered by the Department of Infrastructure, um, and the Council of Ministers, of course, are very supportive of this. So, uh, I'm sure Tony and many of your other listeners are wondering about that, but they are very supportive. So it's kind of really a great opportunity for the Isle of Man to have an asset that's potentially so valuable. So I believe that we are going to get government support all the way through. An independent review into the Isle of Man's handling of the COVID-19 pandemic wants to hear from as many Manx people, groups and institutions as possible. That's you, Siobhan Fletcher, with the detail. The review is looking into a wide range of topics, including border controls, school closures, business support, care homes, policing, testing, and so on. Over the last few months, the review's been gathering written and verbal evidence from government, public bodies and Timworld, a process which will continue alongside public engagement. Individuals and groups can participate in a number of different ways. They may be invited to join a focus group, attend a meeting or submit a report. Public drop-in meetings are to be held across the Isle of Man later this month, chaired by Cape Runner KC. Written submissions can also be made via a link on the Independent Isle of Man COVID Review website and those who suffer bereavement are invited to speak privately with the review team if they wish to do so. The review is also seeking information from individuals who have left government. In a statement, Chair Kate Brunner KC says, Please get in touch and tell us how you were affected, what you think government did well and what you think could have been done better. I appreciate that thinking back to the pandemic will be difficult for some, but your views will really help the review team to evaluate the island's response and make practical recommendations. Sea Watch with the Isle of Man Steam Packet Company. The motorship Ben McCree departed Hesham at 14 minutes past two. She'll be into Douglas Bay fairly shortly and on the link span before six o'clock, departing this evening at 7.45.
Check in as normal. Everything has been confirmed for the 7.45 sailing tonight, arriving in Hesham at about half past 11. The 0.215 departure from Hesham back to Douglas at around 6 o'clock. And tomorrow morning's departure is at 8.45. Ben McCree for Hesham. Follow the Steam Packet on Twitter for the latest sailing information. 18 minutes before 6 this Monday evening on the Isle of Man, a Manx boxer Matthew Wren is still dreaming of fighting for a title this year after winning his first bout of 2023 last weekend to maintain his undefeated record. Uh, Matthew told Manx Radio how important it was to get off to a winning start for the calendar year. Yeah, 100% because it, it was kind of, it can be kind of a make or break situation where if, you know, I didn't come through that test, you know, I don't I don't know where I would where I'd be mentally right now and and what would what I'd, what would I have hold for the for the rest of the year but as I said obviously it was a great, a great win for me and a great way that I couldn't start the year any better yeah 100% because um, obviously last year as we just touched on then I had one fight in March and I didn't fight again until December because of two two fights back to back getting called off so I'm kind of this year in a way is making up for lost time I'll be back taking over for a week or two and then um, waiting to find out when the next date is I'm hoping for a possibility in May and then in a perfect world I'd love to fight for a, a, a title in the in the summertime, maybe July, a million percent. That is something that I'm I'm dreaming of doing. There there is a, a team behind me that I sponsor now, and they're helping me out. Four local companies on the Isle Man, and I think they 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 really want me to try and get a big show on in the Isle Man, and uh, maybe at the Villa Arena. Something that I have brought up in their past as well to them. But we haven't really gone into depth but I think now it comes to the time where I think it'd be great for the island, not not just for for boxing on the island, you know, just for sport in general to bring an event. Manx Radio Business Briefing. At 17 minutes before six, biotech company Segan surged in pre-market trade after agreeing to be bought out by Pfizer in a $43 billion cash deal. Pfizer will pay $229 per share for Segan, which discovers, develops and commercialises cancer medicines. Pfizer believes Segan could contribute more than $10 billion in risk-adjusted revenues in 2030 with potential significant growth beyond 2030 and for a full daily market report go to ramseycrookall.com uh, the u.s president said today that americans can have confidence that the banking system is safe in the wake of the collapse of the silicon valley bank and signature bank the uh, u.s president said that all depositors at svb will be granted access to the entirety of their funds in the failed lender authorities were also extending protection to depositors at the signature bank of new york which closed yesterday the federal reserve's meantime uh, creating a new lending facility to help prevent a banking crisis. Trading in the shares of several financial institutions and regional banks was halted today in the United States amid a market sell-off. HSBC is set to buy SVB's UK subsidiary for roughly a dollar, securing about $8.1 billion of deposits. Uh, SVB, the Silicon Valley Bank, spiraled rapidly down after announcing last Wednesday it had sold part of its portfolio at a $1.8 billion loss and was trying to raise more capital. The Stock Market Report, brought to you by Ramsey Crookall. UK and European markets closed sharply lower as the fallout from the SVB collapse sent banks to have their worst day more than a year. US stocks rose as volatile trading gripped Wall Street after the SVB failure. Oil fell in volatile trading and gold priced higher. Uh, the numbers now from Ramsey Crookall. At the close in London, the FTSE 100 was down 2.5%, nearly 2 and 6 tenths percent at 7,000 
7,548. The DAX in Frankfurt closed down just over 3% at 14,959. Just a, a short time ago in New York City, the Dow Jones Industrial fractionally up, almost a tenth of a percent, up at 31,942. Uh, the tech stocks index, the NASDAQ, up nearly 1% at 11,342. And the S&P 500, up a quarter of a percent at 3,870. In the exchange markets, uh, the British pound trading at one US dollar, 21.6 cents, one euro, 13.1 cents, and 22 South African rand, 9.6 cents. Finally, in commodities, gold up two and a third percent at $1,910 per troy ounce, and a barrel of Brent crude down again, just over two percent at $80.97. The world was a very different place when Ramsey Crookall set up business back in 1946. But his passion for providing outstanding service and looking after every client as if they were one of the family has endured for over 76 years. So if you're looking for the continuity of a personal, bespoke investment strategy, perhaps it's time to look at our discretionary services. Trustworthy, dependable and tailored. Ramsey Crookall, the island's investment specialist. Call 717171 or visit ramseycrookall.com. Licensed and regulated by the Isle of Man Financial Services Authority. This is the most listened to Isle of Man news source. And Manx Radio's update is the Isle of Man's most downloaded news podcast. The Isle of Man's construction sector still faces severe headwinds in the form of labour and skill shortages, rising material costs and a planning process that's not fit for purpose, says Gary Proctor. The Isle of Man's recently appointed chair of construction Isle of Man, the representative body for the sector. Gary Proctor says issues flagged up by his predecessor, Brian Butler, a year ago continue to be problems. The challenges that we faced 12 months ago are, are, are still relevant to the, the industry. Labour and shill shortages are still still an issue because the domestic market is is still buoyant at the moment. There's further skill shortages actually within the professions as well. Um, I think everybody knows a, an architect's practice or a, a QS practice or quantity surveyors where the, the founding partners are, are retiring now and they're not being replaced. So there's there's a shortage with, within private practice as, as well as obviously the developers themselves. But more, more, more acutely as well, it, it, the rising costs, are, whilst some of the, the headline figures have, have come down, timber, is, is kind of stabled out or is perhaps a little bit cheaper, same as steel. It's still very difficult to predict where that's going. There's barely a, a week goes by that a merchant doesn't send a, a price increase coming through. And that becomes an issue not, not only because of current projects, it's also for contractors tendering where the supply chain isn't really able to, 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 to hold prices or, or, or predict. So so that's an issue. No, indeed. And, and, and what that journey happens is that contractors then have to price in a lot of risk. And then the, the government is potentially purchasing at a much higher higher level than what they actually need to. And again, work, workload and forward view is, is important for contractors generally because, as, as we all know, investment follows confidence. Um, investment either in, in the trades, in personnel or in, in equipment, it, it only follows confidence. Uh, I think everybody, it doesn't matter what level you're working at within the industry, is aware of the frustrations of the planning system. And I think the government are aware of it. They, they have introduced the new built environment reform program and as part of that they are posing a reform of the planning system and that is going to be very much welcome within the industry. 
Manx Radio Sport. Pastor by Rianne Evans. Pastor my good evening. Starting in football and FC Isle of Man earned a one-all draw at Northwich Victoria yesterday afternoon in the NWCFL Premier Division. Speaking to FC Isle of Man's official website, manager Paul Jones said though he was happy seeing progress in the squad, he still thinks they could have come out with the victory. We weren't at our best really. It wasn't the, the best performance we've had over the last few weeks but it was solid. Um, you know, we're really happy. You know, certainly the progression of the team. I don't think we'd have been in that game. You know, probably seven, eight, nine, ten games ago, um, and even going the goal up and, and then then scoring the goal, I think we'd have gone on and probably lost the game. So you know, it shows a lot of progress within the group. Sticking in football, and Colby have been crowned champions of the 2022-2023 Masters League. They sealed the deal with a 4-1 win over Governors Athletic yesterday afternoon. And in hockey, the Isle of Man senior ladies team have reached the semi-finals of the England Hockey Championships Tier Two competition after a. Three 3-1 win against Newcastle Ladies Firsts yesterday. Two goals from Kim Carney and another strike from Sarah Blackman sealed the victory. Manx Radio Travel, driven by Keyside Tyres and Service Centre. In Bedford at Ronald's Way. And by the way, the website's still saying they got problems with the luggage carousel at Ronald's Way. Uh, the 5.25, Logan from Manchester, not in for about another five minutes or so. The half past seven, EasyJet from Gatwick on time. The 5.28, Logan from Liverpool, returning patient transfer plane is on time. And the 5 past eight, Logan from London City, scheduled to land at uh, nine o'clock tonight. Outbound, six o'clock, Logan to Liverpool, delayed till 20 past six. And then outbound, the eight o'clock EasyJet return to Gatwick is showing on time. On the roads at Greeby, you've got temporary 24-hour lights by Greeby Castle for resurfacing and temporary lights in Ballabeg on the main road near Albury Parish Hall for that new zebra crossing. Castle Town, uh, the Castle Street, still one way northbound. In Peel, you got temporary closures around East Key and the Promen between Peel and St John's. Temporary lights on the main road, they're working on the pavement. In Ramsey, Cannell's Lane's closed between Parliament Street and Water Street and temporary lights on Market Place for that new pedestrian crossing. In Sandygate, the temporary lights on the Jerby Road for Water Mains and Glen Helen's got temporary lights for that tree felling uh, course that's going on until the end of April in Roanoke. The Roanoke Road's closed for resurfacing. Ballymena Road in Jerby has got phase closures for water main replacement. And in Regaby, temporary closures on the Regaby West Road for water mains. Uh, the junction of Paul Rose Road and Alder Road by the Methodist uh, Paul Rose close for that new pedestrian crossing. And in Douglas, temporary uh, 24-hour lights on Glen Crutchery Road Closed between Broadway and Marathon Road, narrow lanes and a temporary crossing on Victoria Street, and temporary lights on Annika Lane by the Heron for a new pedestrian crossing. Motorcycles.im for all your motorcycle requirements. Southgate Industrial Estate, opposite Keyside Tyres. Call 665646. The chair of Liberal Van has been reacting to the news that Manx Cares confirmed it'll take over Ballasalla Medical Centre should all alternative options be exhausted. The health body insists patients registered with the facility will still be seen after doctors hand back their contract in July. Paul Weatherall thinks it could be an interesting move. The main policy for us as far as health services are concerned is they should continue to be free at the point of use good diagnosis of illnesses and then treatment of illnesses. 
how that's managed isn't so important in our view. So we're very happy for Manx Care to look at the option of taking Balasala Medical Practice into Manx Care and running it directly. It may be that that proves a suitable model for all GP practices at the moment. It's a, it's a wait and see, and we don't know whether Manx Care are going to do this anyway. Um, they may find a GP willing to take over the business. If all of the GP practices were employed directly by Manx Care, then individual staff wouldn't be um, directly employed by an individual practice. They would be employed across the island. They may well be based in particular practices as anyone else who's employed, you know, they have a place of work, but um, it would be much easier to to share resources and uh, provide continuity. Many of the Isle of Man's local authorities are now reviewing how they collect recycling material. Our local democracy reporter Emma Draper has been speaking to you about how important recycling is to you. I like to recycle. We recycle plastics, cans, glass, anything we can, just because it's really important to help the environment. And whenever we see litter, when we're going recycling we pick it up along the way and take it with us i feel like it's a bit of a burden because the past generations they kind of did this to us they nobody noticed about recycling nobody really cared and now it's a big problem and i think there's a clock somewhere in the world that says we only have seven years until global warming and there's so much plastic pollution in the sea that we just need to make more of an effort to clean everything up i feel like people just they are very much aware of our current climate and situation and i think everybody should be doing as much as they can but i think there's always more we can do i don't think we could just say oh well we put this out and then that's it there's always something else that we can be doing the, the day that we stop trying is the day that it all goes to plot do you think local authorities and elected officials could be doing more to help people recycle i think it all comes down to cost douglas is very good onkin's not doing this but the other areas some are some aren't i think government could step in but i think unfortunately with douglas it's probably more fallen now into the the bins has become the main argument rather than recycling it's been overshadowed i don't think they they did it right i think the the public meeting was was a shambles on the corporation's part. They gave nothing apart from shrugs. So unfortunately, recycling's been lost. Where they could do more, and I think if they'd got a better message, they'd get a lot more people on board. I think that there should be more done for recycling without having to pay. Make it more accessible for people, because I've obviously had a baby and I do think about the future for them. I mean, I've tried to do as much as I can, recycling and reusing for them, basically, because I'm not really going to be around and be affected, but they are. A pet food bank's been formed to assist pet owners struggling to feed their animals. Pet Food Pantry Isle of Man was created by a group of friends who'd seen how the economic climate's affecting households with people having to decide between feeding their animals or rehoming them. One of the founders is Helen McCaffer. We all have lots of animals and I'd just been to buy pet food and we feed a lot of feral cats at our stables where we keep our horses and the price of a certain brand of cat food had gone up from £3.49 a bag to £8.49 a bag in less than a couple of months and we were like how if you were in a position where you had a very limited income or you were sick or going through a divorce or whatever reason you might be short of, of money can you afford to feed your animals when the price is rising so dramatically in such a short time and we thought we could get donations of food from people who didn't want it or their pets didn't eat it anymore or were in a position to donate some food and then we can share it out to the people who need it 
to save them having to rehome their pet. So it's very, very new. But already we've had people reaching out for help. For some people in the community, their pet is all they have. So it's a very sad situation if they have to think of rehoming that animal because they can't afford to feed it. So animals are very important. You know, it's company for elderly people. It gets them out walking to socialise, to see people. You know, they don't feel alone. And as I said, if they had to rehome it, it's not only really distressing for them, but for the animal as well. So if we can just help people keep their pets within their family, that is that that's the aim. Just because you're struggling a little bit financially does not mean you're a bad pet owner. Sometimes you just need a little bit of assistance. We will literally provide this service to anyone. We're not going to make you fill in forms or register or, you know, it's not really our business why you're struggling. We just, we want to take that away so people feel they can reach out to us. That's it for update tonight. Compiled from the resources of Anx Radio's news department. Thanks to newsreader Chanel Suku, producer Rianne Evans. W-I-N-T